You, you are, now are now tuned into the Fusebox Radio Broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. Syndicated worldwide to bring real, real black radio back, back. to the masses. All right, everybody, one, two, one, two, what's going on? You're now in tune to another session at the Syndicated Worldwide Fusebox Radio Broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. Bringing you another cut of that 21st century black radio to the masses, either on your FM dial, internet radio station, podcast, or via your favorite website. And to do the intros for those who are new to the show, been rocking it since 1998, when whatever outlets that we have. You have myself, DJ Fusion, on the mixes and commentary and stuff. Y'all have my brother, John Judah. What's going on, bro? Yeah, freaking half! Fusebox Radio is in the house. Yes, indeedy. We O.Y. World. We love yous. Glad that you tune in to another day. Big shout out to all the Asians that are tuning in. And of course, the Europeans that are tuning in. Much, much love to Canada. And of course, all of U.S. And the whole We O.Y. World. Fusebox Radio. Black Radio was back in the house. Good commentary. Decent music. We hope you liked last week's set. Beginning off the, the new year. And we're going to continue it on and make it hot. What's the deal, DJ, DJ Fusion? What you got? Doing all right. Doing all right. Glad to be on Earth another day. Another week to do this radio show. Again, since 98. Um, as of this April, the show will have been in existence for 12 straight years. So, you know, that's definitely a blessing. Much love to all of our affiliates that put us on. We deeply appreciate you. Much love, of course, to all of our listeners um, internationally and on our local U.S. front. We deeply appreciate you. To find out all of our affiliates, because they have lots of great programming and content as well, besides ourselves, you can either go to our official blog site at blackradioisback.com or to our official MySpace at myspace.com slash fuseboxradio to find out how to access the show and also just to directly link to all of those spots and see what is good with all of those great organizations. For all of our people who like communicating via the social networking in on the web, you can hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, MySpace, or YouTube. Pretty much the end of everything is slash Fusebox Radio. F-U-S-E-B-O-X-R-A-D-I-O. So Twitter.com slash Fusebox Radio, MySpace.com slash Fusebox Radio, Facebook.com slash Fusebox Radio, so forth and so on. Also for all of our music artists who like to have music considered for the Fusebox Radio broadcast. You know, we are free with um, music submissions and all that. We don't do that payola stuff, but we are a, in case you haven't been able to tell, we are an extremely independent organization. We play what we want, and if we get good feedback from the audience, we can go from there. But, you know, if you want to be about a quality control organization, I had to go through a whole bunch of nonsense, but somebody listened to your joint and saying yay or nay, all of our information is up on those sites as well to find out how to submit music. We deeply appreciate y'all from the independents to the majors. Everybody who wants to make hot music and push out, you know, a dope vibe. That is all wonderful and all dandy. Shouts out to our affiliate folks um, who I write for at o- the o- excuse me at the Ohel Nall blog and Planet Ill. Definitely check those sites out. Um, Ohelnall.com and PlanetIll.com. Um, we had the mixtape Mondays on Ohel Nall, and then we have the indecent exposure articles with Planet Ill where we expose a lot of independent artists doing their thing from all different types of music genres and stuff like that 
And let me see here. This week um, on the interview end, we got Washington DC's own Fly Gypsy production MC duo. You know, y'all have heard them bubble up a lot recently within the past few weeks. You know, cool brothers. You should definitely, you know, hear what's going on with them and whatnot as time goes by. For our MTV Jams and MTVU watchers, I know you've seen their video for you, um, blasting off as well as folks through the net. And I know they've been touring all over the place recently as well, putting on pretty live shows. So, see what's going on with them. And of course, we got a regular mix of old school and new school goodness hip hop, soul, funk, jazz, reggae, rock, house, electronic, and whatever comes to our mind. Um, we'll be in the mix as well. And let me see here. This week, we also have a new Direct Effects segment. Shout out to the HBCU Radio Network with Lamar Blackman and all of them. We also have a new Black Agenda Report. Shout out to Glenn Ford and all of them with the um, international um, editorial commentary and all of that good stuff. Now, on our end on the commentary, first and foremost, as of this broadcast time, um, we definitely had to give prayers and condolences to all who are affected by the earthquake in Haiti. Um, whether you have family members over there, people who are there, and so forth. As of this broadcast time, besides the original earthquake, there have been about 31 additional aftershocks that have hit that country. Ranging from, I think, about 5.0 on the scale to the, I think, original like 7.2 or something like that. And... As a show that declared itself to be black radio and having solidarity with all of our brothers and sisters internationally, there's no way we could not talk about Haiti at this time. You know, Haiti's history in itself should be a reason why anybody from the black diaspora should support, especially with its founding and whatnot with the slave revolt. And, you know, essentially being one of the first countries to overthrow a colonialist power. And, you know, do their thing. Had the country gone through ups and downs? Yes, but so have most countries. And, end of the day, you know, natural disaster is a natural disaster. That's just, you know, I can't even imagine the situation over there right now. Where, you know, a lot of people aren't able to get in touch with their families over there. Because a lot of communication structure is um, shut down. Um, as people do... Are, I'm sorry, as people are aware, you know, Haiti is, I think, one of the, what they say, one of the poorest countries in the world. And, you know, we can get to a whole big thing about why that situation is, but this is not the time in that regard right now. What it is the time for is to definitely at least give prayers and condolences to the people out there. And I know um, there are a few organizations right now besides the Red Cross and stuff who are, you know, soliciting donations and help and things like that. I know through uh, White Club John's organization, um, Yele.org, Y-E-L-E.org, they're soliciting donations, clothing, etc. They also have other organizations that you can be able to put forth help and assistance with as well. And as we find out more information, we'll be able to put that on BlackRadiosBack.com and our other affiliated sites. Because one of the things I kind of found weird about this is this is supposed to be one of the most powerful earthquakes that has affected Haiti in over 200 years. From the bit of stuff I saw in the mainstream news, people talked about it, but they really didn't get into it. On top of the fact of, you know, 
certain aid like immediate aid in terms of i guess the funding and stuff like that that has been given to other countries has it been given over to haiti yet i find that disturbing personally you know red cross as of the article we read at the broadcast time said well we're going to give immediate two hundred thousand dollars not saying that that ain't nothing but i'm like two hundred thousand dollars for if anybody has seen the pictures or the video that has so far leaked out of haiti that ain't gonna do a damn thing and we know that with other countries you know people talk about millions and immediately zooming people through and all of that the surrounding countries have been more quick on things like venezuela and other spots than at the moment the u.s i mean the u.s is saying they're pledging stuff or whatever and hopefully by broadcast time there'll be a lot more going on but you know there's something about helping people of color that tends to turn people off unless they're forced to do it or somebody makes it popular and i'm not really too crazy about that you know unfortunately our haitian brothers and sisters have gotten really bad treatment here in the u.s for quite some time you can even look at the certain immigration situation from the various caribbean islands where if somebody escapes from cuba and makes it onto u.s land you know they pretty much get a pass the haitians have always been turned around you know same situation similar situations you know bad economies things like that but you know you have that extra dark skin tint and speak patois they don't want you around and I don't know how situation is going to be now in terms of with this disaster. Are people going to be treated the same way? I think the Obama administration really had to look at that because, you know, if they get turned around in this type of stage, what, what what's really going on? You know, what are things really about? Anything on that, Judah? Now, briefly, um, just like to say peace, much love and respect and... Um, uh, feelings and condolences for everybody in the Caribbean period good and bad times um, you know what I'm saying and of course big up to my Haitian peoples one of my main peoples is married to a Haitian sister from Jersey City so you know I definitely have and I grew up around Haitians when I was in Jersey growing up um, some Haitians are uh, um, don't acknowledge the fact that they've been helped when they come to this country by Americans and that they say they work hard but they work hard because the blood, sweat, and tears Americans have put forth so they can have something to work hard towards that always should be kept into the context at all times number two is that um, I think this will be key to let people know what's going to happen you know, like, okay, then, well, they turn away some other lighter skin groups, whether Eastern European or Latin. But when it comes to, you know, and that's why they um, said a lot of things about AIDS in Haiti, because that would give, that would, see, the whole thing is about creating an illusion. Whatever it is, it's about creating an illusion and not make, and, and, and the controlling what people think. There's a lot of pimping going on. They want people to think and believe so therefore they won't feel as bad if if, if if they do something bad toward the Haitians they'll have the people on their side that's how the world has been working for the last hundred two or three hundred years you know all these people are able to put up agents and all and you know Haiti was conquered by Haiti was the French colony the French had more uh, uh, colonies in Africa than anybody 
you know, first you had more colonies globally almost than anybody. So, you know, Haiti is dealing with a, a, a definitely a, a racist, satanic past. Very ugly, very evil past in the slave sh- in the slave situation that was put under it by um, France and endorsed by other countries and by other blacks and Haitians. You know, because anybody from the Caribbean that looks down upon Americans is, in a sense, doing what the slave master wants them to do. And not on on top of the fact that Haiti is a way station for drugs out of Colombia. So all those cats is corrupt. So they're dealing with a they're dealing with a curse. Even if somebody put a bomb under the water to mess things up like this, they're able to do and to have an effect on people's, I guess, ecosystem and their environment by putting underwater explosions. The military can do that. Whether it's that or not, they're still having to deal with a curse from from all the selloutness that Papa Doc and all the mother jokers was doing. Them, them jokers are sellouts. They got the drugs to come in and and the poor to remain poor. So you know the upper echelons of Haitian society is weak. You know what I'm saying? Weak and want to be like they French. So automatically that makes them weak. Negroes trying to be like white folks. You know what I'm saying? But but anyway, but uh, much you know much love to them, and I hope that you know I hope uh, uh, and I hope that they can get asylum as quick as certain Latins and Europeans can. You know, even though they're darker skin, you know. But yeah, but uh, of course. All right, all right. Thank you on that, Judah. And as I said, we'll see what's going on because I really just have a deep concern about this. You know, I don't want to see a whole bunch of cheesy commercials talking about, you know, oh, these Negroes are, you know, the white man's burden or anything, like having the mother little commercials where they show, you know, poor black children in other countries and whatnot like you know give a dime or something and everything's all good not talking about the underlying stuff that led to certain situations in the first place there's a reason why a lot of those buildings collapse and you know it's not necessarily all because of the haitian government it's because of a lot of other things that went on where they did not want people to be able to obtain and have certain things there was maybe a certain different building infrastructure that would have been damaged but it wouldn't be as tragic as it is right now so you know if we got to be one of many people to deprive people to help out you know in terms of the spirit of humanity forget race to help out other people then so be it and you know that's how it is again prayers to, and um, condolences to everybody affected by that situation right now and just one more quick thing since we're on the subject of race before we get into the mix and the um fly gypsy interview there's been Still foolish talk to me I'll just say it's foolish I don't care About we're in a post-racial society Obviously with the Haitian situation We're not And obviously with the way our Political people are in the United States We're still not Two quick things One of which um, Democrat Harry Reid had to apologize To Barack Obama for saying he didn't speak in Negro dialect etc. during the election and another thing is um, former Illinois Governor um, Rod Blagovich, if I'm pronouncing his name correctly, Lagoyevich, thank you there, Judah. Um, he had an interview in Esquire where he was like, you know, well, I grew up poor in the black neighborhood, blah, blah, blah. I'm blacker than Obama. Now, look here. We know that certain people of a certain generation, well, to say older white folks of a certain generation, you know, they still want to be able to hold on to various 
mental things about how black people are in terms of various stereotypes that they agree with or what makes them comfortable i'll put it that way um with harry reed's thing and blackovich because they both apologize um well i'll just say rod because i don't feel like going through pronouncing his name right now essentially you know we know they both apologize the same they say face they said what they meant i'm at the point right now i just rather people just say what the hell they mean and be like i said what i meant because there's no sincerity behind either of these two dudes apologies and secondly one day i thought harry reese thing was kind of funny and foolish because i'm like what the hell is negro dialect you know what i'm saying and i don't think it was necessarily obama not using slang and other type of thing i think it was the fact that he did not forcefully put out what we call black issues when he ran his campaign and did other stuff you know i have you know not the best feelings about folks like sharpton and jesse jackson but they did their thing as a part of uplifting black people here in the states and having an influence on other people you know they want to have neutral negroes out right now as far as i'm concerned and that's just you know the person is brown on the outside but you know they ain't really trying to push no other agenda but that i don't know obama i can't necessarily say he's totally about that but you know he he ran a neutral campaign let's be real you know what i'm saying and they want to have people like that you know people have been trying to turn back the clock of time since the 1970s in regard to black folks actually being happy to be black folks and pushing certain stuff for them every other group of people can push stuff for them except black people we're in 2010 and you know people you know for a minute snuck on negro on the census on the united states census in 2010 they had to remove it there are pictures that of that census form and you know people are still trying to be slick now in regards to stuff which is why i think like these folks are trying to make these little undercover comments luckily we have enough people who are still active enough to point things out and be like no 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 you can't be on that garbage and you know whether it's through the net through independent minded people of color and independent people who are supportive of people of color who are just like yo i think this is bs too because that type of backup has always been a great thing with the civil rights movement or whatever you know we had black but we also had other people who were like just for the sake of humanity we gotta support these folks too and um whatnot so you know in the day man i'm at the point you know if you want to be prejudiced you want to be racist that's on you but just stand up for it i'm tired of these old half-assed apologies i'm tired of people trying to sweep things under the rug i'm tired of folks acting like if i can talk to sharpton or um roland martin or tom joiner or whoever you know that covers every single person of color in the united states and all that you know middle finger to y'all man i'm i'm not beat i'm just not beat for y'all no more yo. yeah briefly um one thing that i will say is that um there are some poor whites in this country who do have a better understanding on struggle than some black people now i don't know if that applies to obama you know what i'm saying um he came up well he came up in different places um i'm not sure if i like maybe where that dude was coming from but i do agree that there are some poor whites who, who have an understanding on certain things and there are some there are some black people who have never really experienced struggle there's some black people who are trying to out white white folks and trying to be as much as they can 
and 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 and, and going out of their way or whatever. But in, in the end, doing what most people do, end up cohabitating with people they don't love, but for the sake of them help paying the bill. So, um, and the, um, so you know, you have Nick, you have sterile Negroes, you know, who don't even love one another, who just cohabitate with one another, and who have nothing in black in them at all. You know, and and it, it, people overseas, you want to see. All you gotta do is mostly just turn on the news in America, and most of the time, you'll the Negroes who are working there really don't represent black folks. You know, or um, but on and I read, dude, I don't. I it, it is a fact that lighter skinned blacks have been have have had a, a a different situation in the United States, whether it was slave plantation or modern day slave. The lighter the lighter the, the, the lighter the skin color meant that they were mixed with white, and in those days, if if you had more white in you, the more civilized. They're trying to sneak that back in there. So there's that aspect of it coming in. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's why, I like, when when a light skin person sells out, most people won't say it, but it doesn't seem as bad when a dark skin person sells out because at the root of blackness is dark skin, and at the root of Humanity is dark skin. Um, so, but that doesn't mean that Obama ain't black. I mean, Malcolm X was high yellow. Malcolm X was, you know, was Malcolm X. You know, much love to him. Um, but you know, I don't know. I don't even think they were even major. It, to me, those comments really weren't even anything, really. You know, um, I don't know if that dude's blacker than Obama. I don't know if I would say that because black at the end of the day is not just being poor. Black is a skin color And black is You know And then Black is a, a genotype Is a genetic situation And then it becomes um, a, a, a phenotype In how people look And then it's also A situation of how um, People are done And treated in society You know you, Just because you were poor Don't mean that You understand blackness better I don't necessarily agree with that But I do agree There's some black people Who would have done good By being poor Because it would have given them A better, a better understanding and not such a sadity, condescending, uh, uh, devil perspective on themselves and how to look and, and on other people by looking down on other people. Not because the other people could give do them harm, because the other people are not educated, or because the other people don't have a certain amount of money. If you look up down on people on that, that's different than looking down on this person. Well, I think this individual might try to rob or do me wrong. You know what I'm saying? That's a different situation, and sometimes those paths become crossed. But um, but you know those those cats really don't represent anything for black people. So you know, they maybe will have some good things to say. You know, so you know I'm I'm not even really whatever whatever whatever. And what's this thing about cats trying to talk about people rappers in the Illuminati? If you're talking about rappers in the Illuminati, I'm gonna ask you something. Are you reading books about the Illuminati? Or are you just mad that a rich Negro can be flat? A, are you mad that a rich New York? Negro We gotta make that correction It's flashing So You gonna have to say about him Being in something Whatever It's like It's like dude If you not If you not in the right standing With your creator Then you gotta deal with that Stop, stop talking about other Negroes Other rich Negroes And what they doing And if they're involved with that Even if he Even somebody is involved in that At the end of the day They're just a A stool pigeon Negro Stool pigeon Again At the hands Of rich old money but I'm out and everything is not funny. Alright? Alright, no doubt. And just to hop on that just really, really quickly, if you think somebody is in that type of scenario and you are truly offended by it, 
I think it's really simple. Don't support. You know, some of these cats who are popping this stuff, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a possibility of people being involved. Why not? People can be involved in any other type of following or religion. Why not, you know, Illuminati or I guess what they call the darker side of Freemasonry or whatever. But if you feel that way, don't support. Don't buy people's stuff. That's one of the few interesting things about our capitalistic society here in the States. You don't support, the label's gonna literally move on and call it a day. You know, some of the folks who are popping all this junk are still like, I need to have my Rockaware and I need to have my Ace of Spades champagne and, you know, all this other type of stuff, you know. I gotta be like Ho, but oh, he's, you know, he's a Satanist Illuminist. Like, okay, well, what the blankety blank is that <laughs> going to really do? You're funding what you feel is crazy. And honestly, I'm the person, the type of personal opinion. I'm like, I think there are people who are involved. So, you know, I'm not really as concerned about musicians as the other levels of people who back these people. If these folks aren't backed, then it really wouldn't mean as much. Who are these corporations and organizations that do things? And where are they at? All these other catches that, you know, pawns on the chess piece, on the chessboard. You know what I'm saying? They're really chess pieces. But, you know, anyway, enough of that, enough of that, you know. That's a whole other thing. I might even end up doing an opinion piece on um, BlackRadioBack.com on that situation because I know Homeboy's last video got, you know, people's collective panties and boxers in the bunch. So, I don't know. I personally think people are just media whoring off of it and getting more attention. But anyway, Fusebox Radio, DJ Fusion, John Judah, interview with Fly Gypsy and going on. And, of course, another mix of the old school and new school 21st century black radio flavor. Alright, let's keep it moving in 2010. Peace. Hey, yo, Prince Paul. Peace. Is this a gas face lyrical remix? Yes, indeed, sir. And it goes a little rum, uh, something like this. Gas, pass, test, mate, facially. Third basal express, KMD. Three blind mics on site. Except Rubber gave it the first light. So I revise on remix. Swing super unleaded on my gas pick. Keeps them in the grill. Folks not believe it. Leave them speechless, backstab deceivers. Some rock concerts with the clipper. I change oil, I unzip my zipper. A rip of Aretha, a face of saliva. Don't guess the third, the third is lava. And try your luck, but your ass got whacked. So all negative vibes got axed. I beg to differ, I cleanse my system. Another victim, the gas face I give them. Black. Must have been the same guy who set up the pole tag. Let the gas face. But those suit jump supremacists can't forget about the cocaine chemist that made crack a household name. Silence for Yusef Hawkins being slain. Lame brain. Who can't affect us equal? Black and white, wrong and right, we're all people. Trying for better days and let our kids see some. Tenement Square, people fighting for freedom. Beijing's killing four armies with guns and knives at Kent State. It took four lives. Nelson Mandela's not free because he can't even vote in one day these problems will scatter. Can't you see the gas faces? No laughing matter. There it is for 91, 92, 93. Yo, what's up, what's up, what's up? Yo, Prince Paul, we're giving the gas face to now. Yo, we're giving the gas face to Jerome Willeker in the Bronx. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yo, no gas face for Chantel. No gas face for the Brooklyn Queens. Connecticut, Long Island, New Jersey, Strong Island, Posse. None of them get the gas face. Because we love everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 
You are now listening to Fusebox Radio. When the music's in my system, ain't no telling if he Muslim, if he Christian. That's what they be yelling. I'm God by blood, not relation. So I top bomb bomb is from creation. I never got hated on directly to my face. I never got tased. I never got maced. I never went to jail without rumbling. The cops who thought it was a slave trying to put me in my place. And that's just a preface, a universal message from the land of the lepers. And camouflage wolves stealing lambs from the shepherds. Your average John Malkovich transform myself to the wind like the out. Listening to Fusebox Radio 
DJ Fuse. This is the remix. Uh. Oh, yeah. Yo, nice wet heels, uh-huh. jeans hugging, hair to the shoulder, uh-huh. mean mugging, look like mean loving. Might be friendly, or she might be stubborn. Uh-huh. And all I know is that she had Jaheen bugging. Yeah. I was on the other side, sipping and puffing, popping over here, a little different. We touching, everybody grown, no riffing uh-huh. and fussing. You can get that, don't sweat that. It's nothing. But it is what it's gonna be, no, I can't call it. All I know is I had to step up, step up. Speed it up, cut the chase, go in for first place. Before the mother cats try to get ya, get ya Moving them hips, killing me with every dip, girl You about to get a tip to it, girl The worst that goes down is you turn me down But this time around, hey, I doubt it, Hey, how you doing? Oh, Baby, what you getting into? I don't know what your name is or who huh. you came with But I ain't leaving without you mm. Hey, girl, how you doing? <laughs> I've never seen nothing like you Like you Somebody that shape is your claim to fame and girl I got the next round My titty a goose now Tell me what's up, what's up Conversation, my eyes is having with your thighs Don't get me out of line, they better shut up, shut up You're moving them hips, killing me with every tip, girl You about to get a tip, do it now The worst that goes down is you turn me down You're feeling your boy now, so I doubt it, shorty Hey, how you doing? Baby, what you getting into? I don't know what your name is or who you came with But I ain't even without you I've never seen nothing like you Cause a body that shape is your claim to fame And girl, I ain't leaving without you, no I want your body Your body Oh, hey, 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 hey I want your body Yo, let's leave the club and get some grub and get in the tub and make some love and handle our business. Me and you, you and me, soon you see that I'm a G and that's what it is. The way you move, the way you shift, your thighs and hips, your face and lips, just something about you. So basically, the moral of the story is, baby girl, I ain't leaving without you. Hey, how you doing? Time it is, look at peace and deadly darts, you hear me? You hear me? 
Hey yo, call it the hollow bone syndrome line Select sweet nines, tasteless Watches all facelifts, bracelets Murder in this luxurious Bank stop is Drake caked out Half a million dollars in crates Flow is genetic The Coleone connection in all selections Stop brokers with coats on Make coke suggestions All twin glizzies Fireman Gucci boots on Sideways action Murder in stereo Cash that can get Clinton Renting this mother crib out We sit and organize the bill of rights Getting lit, drugs that Hendrix is on Conversating like the Dutch Richie Conaway Good fellas who honor race Flows that blow through your rolling Holding everybody down Trip up and clicks We closing rock black Half the year Half my again Sitting upstairs Taking pictures of your In swag gear Nights that leap up in trees Big guns and big fees In front of your mother building All knees yo Spread mercy on them Get the moving like Big mercy on them Coming thunder Get around there Yeah Horse the floors with a dog named Ginger Bottle cats against that rhyme We the winners then slide through your hood and hoods Me, Cliff, Patrick, Gary, Grice and my man C. Woods Holding a gorilla Two niggas got a whole ass shit uh-huh. One shot and your man's on it The little kids watch from down the block Jerry box, murder hop, six stat spots Fit hit the rare spots Spit at the statue with cash and throw dough at it I'm a pro at it Big birds dangling, camera snaps Flash the pop from every angle in 2000 I drink till I'm drunk Smoke skunk with my stinking fan of the funk Eking out the pores, punk stains he destroys uh, Pissing down your elevator shaft, no class Writing graph on your walls, it be us uh, Your lord, look at my cause, it be called No getting to my gang, it's a black thing Used to be in chains, now we snatch chains Took the crack game, applied it to the rap game, y'all Pop quick, now, what artist hits the hardest? Get down with the syndrome retarded I think it was them swordsmen Place the chess pieces on the boards and Take it to the square, this ain't no Yaku affair Or a new world disorder Got us from the coal miner's daughter That sure, but not us yeah. Brim hat, sloppy automatic stack Big shit thunder Get around that What's up, everybody? It's your boy right here, Lamar Blackman, and this is Direct Effects. That's right, the hottest, most progressive college show in the country. And on today's show, we break down the meaning of the historic 60 to 39 vote by the Senate on December 24th that puts us one step closer to universal health coverage in this country. That was President Barack Obama's top domestic priority. Comedian and radio host D.L. Hughley stopped by the HBCU studios to give us a little of his brash commentary on Tiger Woods. Everybody's got something to say about Tiger these days, and you won't want to miss him. And the HBCU Foundation teams up with Kroger Stores to help students attending or hoping to attend black colleges out. I'll tell you all about that next. And get ready, y'all, for the MEAC Turning Up the Heat Tour, visiting eight of the hottest institutions in the celebrated MEAC conference. With the interactive rap tummer, DJ spinning, a Wachovia hands-free banking seminar, and contest forms to fill out to fly one and a guest, all expenses paid, to the MEAC to hang out with BET's 106 and Park host, Terrence and Roxy. You want to get down with that, y'all, and to hang at the MEAC. For more info and to enter online, visit MEACHoops.com. First stop, Norfolk State, January 21st. Gain unparalleled leadership experience in the Army ROTC. Visit ArmyROTC.com for more information. There's Strong, and then there's Army Strong. They're playing basketball. The MEAC is burning up the court with the Turning Up the Heat Tour. 
coming to a campus near you. Look out, Norfolk State, Hampton, and Delaware State. We're coming. Howard, Morgan State, and North Carolina, A&T. Don't miss it. South Carolina State and Winston-Salem State, we're on the way. The Turning Up the Heat Tour is your chance to win an all-expenses-paid trip to the MEAC Conference Finals in Winston-Salem, North Carolina in March. Hang out with Terrence and Roxy from BET's 106th and Park, VIP tickets to the games, and more. The Turning Up the Heat Tour brings the excitement of an on-site DJ, freestyle rap contests, giveaways, interactive lounge, inside a fully rap hummer, and banking seminars with opportunities to win a hot new iPod Touch or $100 all sponsored by Wachovia go to meacoops.com to check the date for your school and register if we don't hit your campus this time turning up the heat tour thanks to Meac sponsors Wachovia a Wells Fargo company Coke Nike ESPNU Russell Athletics and State Farm I was at the New Year's Eve party with D.L. Hughley, the super outspoken comedian and radio host, and here's his angle on the Tiger Woods media coverage. What's going on, fam? It's similar to the O.J. trial in that it is race. It is a star athlete. There's a young blonde woman involved. And I think it evokes... Uh, you know, although, you know, certainly we don't have the tragedy of, of, of two people being dead. It taps into that kind of ve- very visceral reaction that people have uh, with race. That's D.L. Hughley, host of WRKS-FM Kiss Morning Show. And he will always give you the real. Thanks for your time, bro. Happy New Year. The HBCU Foundation, Incorporated, as a part of its mission of helping disadvantaged high school and college students who attend or plan to attend a historically black college or university, has teamed with the Kroger Company to raise funds for high school and college students. Through the Kroger's Community Rewards Program, Kroger shoppers can earn rewards for the HBCU Foundation, who will be credited up to $50,000 per quarter based upon total purchases made in Kroger grocery stores through April 2010. Under its Community Rewards Program, Kroger has committed to donating up to $1,250,000 to qualifying charitable organizations. The HBCU Foundation has answered the prayers of students and their families since 1999 by providing timely scholarships to disadvantaged nationally. Having an organization like Kroger assisting in the fundraising efforts could mean the difference between a student completing his or her education or dropping out of school entirely. For purchases to qualify as a part of the program, supporters must first register their Kroger shopping cards online at KrogerCommunityRewards.com. Get involved. The Senate passed a historic $871 billion health care reform bill December 24th, handing President Barack Obama a Christmas Eve victory on his top domestic priority. The bill passed in a 60 to 39 party line vote after months of heated partisan debate. Now, every member of the Democratic caucus backed the measure and every Republican opposed it. Should it become law, the measure would constitute the biggest expansion of federal health care guarantees since the enactment of Medicare and Medicaid more than 40 years ago. That's four decades. It is expected to extend insurance coverage to 30 million additional Americans. President Obama spoke shortly after the vote and said when passed, this will be the most important piece of social legislation since the Social Security Act passed in the 1930s. Democrats hope to have the bill ready for the president to sign before the State of the Union this February. The health care debate is about life and death in America. 
It's a question of right and wrong, and it's about human beings, and given the chance to relieve this suffering, we must take the chance. Growing up in my family, it seemed that I always had to be the strong one. My mother and father had to work, and I helped raise my brothers and sisters when they weren't home. I had to fend off bullies, help the kids with their homework, and sometimes even cook dinner before my mom got home. And with all this, I even found the strength to be on the football team and study Egyptian culture in what spare time I had. You have that certain strength Army ROTC is looking for. You're a leader. You possess the intelligence to make the right decisions at the right time. And you do well at most anything you try. Enhance your college experience by enrolling in Army ROTC. Qualify for a full tuition college scholarship, plus up to $5,000 in spending money per year. Start out a freshman in college. Come out an officer with unparalleled leadership opportunities that can prove invaluable in the boardroom of any Fortune 500 company. <laughs> now that's the strength I'm looking for. Visit ArmyROTC.com. Army ROTC. They're strong, and then there's Army Strong. Paid for by the United States Army. That's going to do it for this edition of Direct Effects, y'all. It's a wrap. Again, I got to give big ups to the campuses that are airing the show. My man, Mr. Greg Sampson. What's going on out there? Happy New Year representing Elizabeth City State. And my man, L. Dog, Levon Wilson, Lincoln U, Missouri. I know it's cold out there, man. We out here in Southern California. Thank you for airing the show. Until tomorrow, it's your boy right here, Lamar Blackman. Let's go. You're listening to Direct Effects, boy. You are now, are now, are now tuned in to the Fuse Box Radio Broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. <laughs> You're as good as they say you are. Syndicated worldwide to bring real black radio back to the masses.
Yo, check this out. This is Chuck here, Public Enemy. You're now listening to Fuse Box Radio with DJ Fusion. Harder than you think. We really need you zoning in. Magic Heart Genies begin now. One, two, three. Some little MCs. One of four, five, six. Touch my mic of tricks. On a fat cardiac beats of seven, eight, nine. Mic up in SARS. Walking these dogs. Tucking these bombs. From the basement to over round, I chase kiss. Use my protective producers, squeeze our arm like juicers. Smoking and toasting, we grass with a flash and MHUSB bracelet cruiser. Lace with dope for your users, we boozers in the sense we drinking liquid swords. I'm never bored with the chore, bringing rap justice. Killing any general custard, leave your folks flustered. You sound like Michael, yeah, I'm not your average savage rap package sucker. <laughs> You better take this American check in 140 characters in this world with deviated septums And most sound wrecked them And so I beat them and cut them off at the intersection huh. This horror talent, respect them Coriolis effects inferred It's not just church, it's synagogues, it's mosques It's the flaws of a boss Doing these hip-hop shows around the globe Catch them at your airport kiosk I didn't just run up and drop the bomb on a rock Saddam I must have lost one nut when I ran my nine up in the Octomom You're an elk in my headlights points You need help, you're dead wrong I'm always right, roll a joint you want a bomb? That's Michael Phelps. You get the gong. Yo, whole style's like a cash for clunker. I'll crash your bumpers, then trash your junk. I'll pray on you like a Bible thumper. Micah pumping in the trunk of your dump truck in my jumpsuit. Donald Trump. Oh. Right here on the Fuse Box Radio. DJ Fusion. Yes. 
On treadmills, they say I sound like a rapper. I don't care. Made more in the first quarter. The album make this whole year. Big checks for shows with extra O's. Get check cut before I step through the door. CD at the store, that's just extra dough. And I ain't bragging, baby boy. I'm just letting you know I'm a good dude, but I'm from the hood too. Made some hood moves, using some hood rules in the hood. Snitches get stitches. Okay, that's a bet. But what do crack dealers, murderers, pimps, and rapists get? Hmm, they get that money. Hands in the air if you get that money. Everybody, one, two, one, two, what's going on? You're now in tune to the syndicated worldwide Fusebox radio broadcast, bringing you the best of what we call 21st century black music in regards on the genre in hip-hop, soul, folk, jazz, reggae, the entire nine, as well as news and commentary. You have myself, DJ Fusion, and y'all have my brother on the side, John Judah, on the mix-in and all that good stuff. And as we talk about with news commentary, we also have interviews with people who are really doing their thing from all over that y'all know the Fusebox Radio has a nice brand for since our beginnings in 1998 and the folks I have on the line right now you've heard their music here on the Fusebox Radio from the Vodka and Rum mixtape to the new EP that just dropped which people definitely need to cop um, to change for a dollar joint with tracks like Two Step and You and a whole bunch of other goodies in the mix and everything that makes them awesome as well as they represent my born area, which I just moved back to, the D.C. Metro. We got Fly Gypsy in the mix. What's going on, y'all? Hey, what's going on, man? Peace, John. Um, good to have you. Good to be on the show. All right. Definitely glad to have you on board. And for those who do not know and so we can um, keep track of via the voices, we know Fly Gypsy has two members. Can y'all introduce yourselves? Sure, sure, this is Cowboy Con, the MC of the group, Rockstar, Extraordinaire, Medellin, yeah, <laughs> Alright, alright. Uh, Tom is I'm Alex Bay, I'm the producer of One Man Band. Alright, no doubt. Here, uh, both of us here in DC now by way of um, uh, Jamaica, for Tom and Rasha for me. Uh, Jamaica 
so we got a whole that that real hardcore smorgasbord of backgrounds and stuff going on. How did y'all two meet up? Um, we met outside of one of the uh, open mic slots for DC. Uh, it's been running for quite a few years, and 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 one one night, you know, or many nights actually, we're still outside from the venue to the sidewalk where you know cats just still be spitting rhyming, spitting poetry, whatever. Um, and, and you know cats be beatboxing, singing, and how one night I was playing the guitar, and I was out there spitting, and um, you know we, we was just vibing real tough, and it felt real good, and everybody was responding to it, and um, you know that's that's how we first met up. Alright, true indeed. Over the last couple of years though, we kind of went on about our business line of comms. He's a spoken word artist as well, so he, uh, he's been doing a lot of tours. Well, at that time, we're doing a lot of tours, not his focusing on Quadrucci. Um, so it was hard to catch him. I was doing my own stuff, producing, um, playing with other folks. Um, and uh, last year, I was putting together a track that was an election-related track, you know, back when everybody had the hope bug and they wanted to go out to get elected. So uh, we did this election track together, I invited Common and he just dropped two incredible verses. Um, so we shot a video for the song, Everybody Loved It. So we kind of said that, you know, so we, you know, I would kept trading you know, music and lyrics, you know, I would give Tom some tracks, we'd come back with, you know, more dope lines. Mm-hmm. So um, after a while, we just kind of sat down, it's like, look, let's, um, let's continue as a band. And so I just was born. And here we are now. Alright, no doubt. And y'all have definitely been um, making moves. And one of the things I was looking at from the Vodka and Rum mixtape to the EP is I noticed that there's almost kind of a different style of sound because I think the mixtape seemed to be more on the sampled end while the EP seemed to be more on the live orchestration end and all of that type of stuff. Am I right? Yeah, I, you know, I, I, typically when I produce, I don't use samples. Um, what we wanted to do with the mixtape, uh, we wanted to create a summertime album, you know, feel good album, and you know, something you would listen, to, you would want to listen to when you're at a cookout. You know, when you, you know, when you're at a cookout, what do you think? You think Earth and Fire, you think uh, Curtis Mansfield, you know, Martha and Dallas. So, you know, we dipped into that wealth of 60s and 70s music with some, you know, some extras from Chemical Brothers and Chabetto Piano. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was the idea behind me uh, You know, I think Change for a Dollar, which is the, um, the album, it's, it's a little more serious. We have fun stuff. We got two steps. We got, got two. Uh, we got, you know, club bangers. But we also have something that's, you know, more thoughtful and, you know, moving. You know, there's a lot of, there are a lot of guitars in the track. Mm-hmm. Um, and overall, just the music has, is less laid back. It has more drive to it. Okay, okay. Yeah, we definitely were trying to be like, win at, win at, the, 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 the rock and roll mixing was like appetite, you know what I mean? We were trying to win everybody's ears. Let them know, you know, we, 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 we can bang with the rest of them lyrically, production-wise, fun-wise, blah-wise, and just have a good time, you know what I mean? It's, it's like a first 
human being who just, you know, want to get into something. They want to have a fun type, but they want to be taken serious at other times as well. Exactly. Exactly. You got it. Yeah, I mean, we're not one-sided, you know, no, no one person is, you know, a single-sided you know, Everybody has 
a variety of emotions. So, uh, looking reason to represent that. Let's check that. Alright, true indeed, true indeed. And speaking of, y'all have mentioned various folks from the past to the present. Who are um, some of y'all the main musical influences that, you know, y'all both look up to? Uh, there, you know, there's so many of them because the both of us are artists that love a great variety of music. So, um, to even begin talk, talking about influences is, is difficult, but, you know, mm-hmm. before I continue, I think Tom dropped off the phone. Um, can I go ahead and try to get him back on and, um, sure. call him uh, call back in? Let me, let me try that. Not a problem. Okay, sorry about that. No problem. I've had the issue with them before in this area too, so it is what it is. <laughs> and you're in New York right now, right? Um, this is actually my bondage line. I'm in the DC metro right now. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Because in New York, it's horrible. Um, horrible. All right, so let's let's go to influences. Um, influences, right? Yeah, you, you go first, Tom. Um, influences, man, like. Good. Now, 
speak a little bit about the um, U track and video that dropped right now. First off, dope video. Yeah. Thank you. Oh. We had, we had great, great time and a lot of fun adventures making it. <laughs> Y'all filmed it in Jamaica too, right? Right around Bob, and at, uh, they've seen at Bob Marley's house? Yeah, that was crazy. We went down to Jamaica during the summertime. The weather was great. Uh, it was a little hot, but it wasn't too hot. And just the scenery alone, the color of the trees, you know what I mean? Uh, the mountains and the sky and the street, all the beautiful. And we wanted to keep it real organic. We wanted to keep it real, you know, clean, free, swagger free. Just people, you know what I mean? And, and a real story, keep it real authentic. Both a real Jamaican girls. We went, we didn't bring models down, you know what I'm saying? We had uh, people who represent the culture, represent the country. I wanted to keep it real pure. Uh, and, so, and we were lucky to be able to do that with the scenes, and, uh, the, the um, locations that we shot some of the scenes at, in Araka Bessa and Port Royal. It was just just beautiful in the way it was set up. And the director, Ross Casa, you know, a lot of people know him for his work with the Marlies and, and the Sean Paul and the Dean. And uh, he was able to bring a lot of his eye, a lot of his creativity to the project can help the pop as well. And uh, it was just dope look, man. They were going to Jamaica shooting a video for a beautiful song and the tracks with beautiful images to it. It was a dope look. We were very excited about it. And just for FYI, just so people know, you would say actually edited that video. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, so, you know, just in terms of us putting it together the way we wanted it to be, you know, he, he sliced it together. And, and, and so what you're seeing is a, a combination of Ross Cox and Alex Drake's work. And uh, I think it came out real dope and a lot of people Alright, Alexi, it, 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 it was fun to do. I think what's kind of entertaining about the video is when we were in Casa's office, mm -hmm. the director's office, and he was showing us some ideas and some shots. You know, there were some shots that were very pretty poster shots, just nice, sweet, motion romantic, beautiful colors, everything. And I told Casa specifically that we did not want those shots in our video. I think I was indifferent on that. Um, and, and I ended up being in those very precise poster shots um, for the sound text in the first time. Okay, okay. It was great fun, it was great fun, a fun shooting, I guess, so, um, what you got, then we got to do it. I can dig that. What gets me is, from some of the background material I got, you know, you might have never came out. Yeah, man. Yeah, that was see now. I guess, I guess you know, for for every group you go have, I wonder how the food you make creative decisions and how long creative decisions. I always say like when I first wrote the song, you know, and that song is an ode to a lot of different things. It's an ode to hip hop music. It's an ode to beautiful women, mm -hmm. you know, and it's an ode to pop. It's an ode to to the influence that we allow pop culture to have over us. If you not dissect the lyrics, you see, you know, some of the references I'm making there, some of the that really are an abstract take on how people allow media figures and iconic figures to control them, you know what I mean? Um, and, and it was a dope song when I first wrote it. Like, I didn't write it to a beat. I sat down and just wrote it, listening to some underground stuff. And I, I listened to the underground. That's one of my influences, too, I'd say. Cats who you never heard of and never will, you know what I mean? And some cats, you know, we get in the underground, you gotta be there to know who they are. Plan B should be one of them. And I listened to some underground stuff and just vibe Wrote the song, caught this dope pop, dope pop beat, and just put it, bam, sat down in one sitting, exploded. And I let Alex say, hey, he went, oh, that's dope. So he went and made a beat with the song in mind. 
putting yourselves out there has been excellent in regards to both internet exposure and the live shows which people can peep out some aspects on YouTube which I definitely had to give y'all props for for um, a group of independent artists who are coming out right now who are like man how can I get like Fly Gypsy on the coverage in 
and all of that, and at the same time, you know, not necessarily be done dirty by all the stuff that gets thrown out at us, what advice would you give to an independent um, music artist right now who wants to get their stuff out there and maintain some creative integrity in what they do? The, the audience is always there. And there are plenty of people out there who love good music and who want to hear, who are hungry and thirsty for good music. Um, but the challenge is reaching that uh, audience and you're competing with, uh, you know, folks who are on the label that have, you know, millions of dollars behind them um, for marketing campaigns. So, so, you know, we have, we have good people, you know, strong people helping us uh, get to where we are and we're pushing on our side as well. I mean, ultimately, it's working around the project, understanding the industry, understanding how it works. I think a lot of artists, what they do is they make some great music and they stop there because that's what, you know, what feels natural to them. Um, and they don't go that extra step of marketing that music, pushing it out to the, to the audiences. And um, and that's where the music dies because if nobody knows about it, nobody hears about it, that's it. Um, and you can't turn back a place if you try to perform it live. So, um, and and to most artists, you know, the business side of it and the marketing side of it is, you know, it's not fun. It's a lot of work. It's, uh, you know, it's grinding not stuff 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's, you know, our advice would be to, or my advice, to understand the industry, see who is doing what and what they're doing to get their message out, see who they're using to get their message out, be publicists or college promoters or radio promoters, and, um, you know, make the right connections and uh, just keep pushing. Word up. I'm going to have something more profound to add. Okay, definitely. But he's not there anymore. <laughs> Alright, well. Still there. Um, <laughs> I'll get the AT&T cut off. Wow, okay. Well, you know, phones cut off, things happen. This is why we have the interview format that we rock at times. So, you know. Do you want me, um, do you want to go ahead and try to get them, get them back on or you're closing down? Um, if we can get a shot real quick, I want to just get, like, shout-outs from y'all and everything. Yeah. And, um, you know, just going through the web info, that'd be great. Cool. Um, I'm gonna hang up on you right now, then. Come on, Cobo. You have to All right. All right. Um, we are. Hey, 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 I'm not sure if you got the question, but Mayor was asking, um, what are we doing to get to where we are? Pretty much. What, what are we doing to get to where we are? Do you get any of my answer? On like the business and stuff like that. Like, what would you recommend that um y'all did for others to do? study the game, man, that's the first thing, you know, like, we were reading, well, I forget the, I forget the name of the book we read, but we were reading books, articles on the music industry, um, news articles, video articles, like, understanding what the trends are, understanding what the, uh, the, the changes that are not even, some of the changes haven't even happened yet, but they're pending, you know what I mean, and, and then uh, allotting those, um, pieces of information into your, or aligning those pieces of information into your plan, and, and having the plan, sitting down and mapping things out and making sure that you know you have an idea of what you want to do and when and and how to do those things, you know, or finding the resources. There's a lot of a lot of background work. It ain't just like, you know, writing dope verses and making dope beats like that's how she released those. Um, we haven't done that in months. You know what I'm saying? But 
street planning on, you know, talking to people, networking, and, and making things happen just out of being in a space that people are. So that, that's what it is, is, you know, getting your business sense about you and, and being able to really communicate what it is you want to do very clearly, both to each other, whoever's involved, and to the people who are going to invest in you, your fans, um, and, and the supporters, you know, uh, uh, both uh, on the musical side and on the business side. So you got to, you got to really just dig in, get your, do, do the groundwork, do the research, and, and be willing to spend a lot of nights up sending out emails and, and mapping stuff out as opposed to, you know, doing the creative stuff. Like, that's that's secondary, unless you're a manager to handle all that. But that's what we've been doing is handling everything ourselves. Mm. And then we're putting, being able to put in all this work is starting to pay off thanks to, you know, the support of fans and everybody out there who's downloading the album and uh, showing us support. Alright, no doubt. I'm definitely glad, you know, to both of y'all brought all of those aspects up because some folks are like, I'm talented and that's it. And while that's definitely nice, you know, there's a whole lot of extra things that go on and who's going to be the best person to promote yourself but yourself? postcards and posters through U Street and other parts of D.C. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a whole bunch of, you know, side talk they're giving right now. Yeah, man. Yeah, you know, and, and then being, being able to, being willing to put in the work, you know, being willing to put in the work. Like, we, we don't have a street, we are a street team, you know what I mean? We, we, we are on that, we are, we are a lot of things that a lot of people could, would and should get paid to do, but we don't have it, so we just make it happen. And then our fans show us a lot of love, too. We have fans coming out, helping us, putting up posters, and not just fans, but family, helping us putting up posters, and passing out flyers, and selling the t-shirts at the gigs, and helping us with equipment, and so we call on that. You know, they love our music, they love what we represent, they want to help, and we, we appreciate it, and we allow them to do so, and it helps us too, so, you know, we get it in though. We definitely get it in. All right, and you know, that's only going to make bigger and better things happen. Now, for everybody who wants to get information on Fly Gypsy, because we are, we, we have been for quite some time in an internet-connected world, where can folks um, reach out to y'all at, um, whether by main website, we're on the Twitter, Age Now, Twitter, MySpace, all that good stuff. Yeah, everything Everything anybody needs to know is on flygypsy.com, F-L-Y-G-Y-P-S-Y.com. Um, Twitter, um, FlyGypsy, Facebook, FlyGypsy, pretty much everywhere, um, it's, it's FlyGypsy, just plug in our name, you'll find us. Um, it's something that folks should be aware of this coming week, uh, which will be the week of the 7th, December 7th, our video, the one that we were talking about earlier, premieres on MTVU in their segment called Freshman, um, so we'll need folks to go to the website is freshman.mtbu.com and vote for us so we can get in regular rotation and possibly get on MTV Gems, which will be really good luck. So, um, flygc.com, go to the website, sign up to our mailing list, um, follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and we'll 
keep you updated, you know, about the shows, about, you know, free goodies that we give away sometimes, and pretty much all things like this. Alright, that's what's good. And y'all interact on Twitter because I have some people who are like, you lead me to a Twitter artist page and nobody even says what's good when they hit y'all up or anything like that, whether it's an artist who wants to build with y'all or just a fan who's like, hey, I really appreciate what you do. I'm the biggest Twitter head. I'm, I live, I'm always on Twitter. I love Twitter. And, you know, there's the Flat Hitchie page, and I have my own personal page, and we have our own personal pages on Facebook, too. So you hit us up on in either one, we will hit you back, you know, and um, there's, there's fans make, they, they are the music industry, and so we cannot, you know, ignore our fans and our supporters. That, that's who we're doing this for, you know, beyond the love of music. We're putting it out there for people to buy, support, come to the so we show a lot of love to our fans, man. They show a lot of love to us. And, you know, that's how you keep things moving. So, in the fact, we will hit you back. Everything Fly Gypsy. Alex said FlyGypsy.com. Comment FlyGypsy.com. It's really easy to remember. In the fact, we want, definitely want to hear from everybody out there. All right, no doubt. Y'all heard it here. Just remember, when you contact them, have some common sense now. You know, we, we're in that age where everybody can reach out, but don't act stupid. So, I just had to tell everybody that on the air and all that at the present. <laughs> I, you know, people know the Fusebox Radio, they know I'm a Twitter head as well, and everything. And some folks can come real sideways in 140 characters or less, so I don't want that happening to anybody else either. Uh, I hear that. I hear that. You know. Yeah, I still send telegrams. There we go. <laughs> alright, alright. And any shout out of stuff you want to give to the people? Oh man, um, we definitely gotta shout out the family. We gotta shout out, we gotta shout out the, uh, the people who are uh, helping move Fly Gypsy along. You know, we just had some big meetings with some big cats in the game. Alright, so this is gonna be a real big shout out, but you know, big shout out to the cats who are really checking for Fly Gypsy right now, making some things happen in the cats in the yard. Um, and that's, that's that from the family in DC, the whole DMV area. Uh, shout out to, uh, to, to all the radio stations, all the DJs who've been doing Fly Gypsy music. Um, you know, DJ Huff fan. taking out your time here and you know everybody heard vote for the video on MTVU we'll have the information on blackradioisback.com the official website of the Fusebox Radio broadcast 
and through our emailers and stuff. Because, you know, we got to support, you know, the excellent art and stuff that's out right now. And you heard it here. Fly Gypsy, Change for a Dollar. Album is out right now. The Bach and Rum mixtape is still all over the internet on a whole bunch of sites, including ours. So if you haven't copied download already, definitely do so if you have not been introduced in a way you know, as deeply to fly gypsy as you would like besides, you know, our show playing and stuff and things. And, you know, check these cats out on the show. Check them out all through the social networks. And as we always say, support quality independent music. You know, we don't support and it's not going to really be there in the way we like for it to. So, Fly Gypsy, definitely support DC Metro Stand Up. And we're going to keep it moving here on the syndicated worldwide Fusebox radio broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. All right? I'm trying to get it on. I'm trying to get it wrong. The right take, the right voice, the right choice, the right points. This is one that was chosen to be anointed. So we go get it started. From the bottom to the top, here you go, it's hip hop, it's hip hop. Uh, I think they hate me, cause they ate me. And they see I'm on my way to living greatly. Still trying to do the right thing, despite what who might think. Feel like my dreams are trapped inside a few tight blinks. So most nights I don't sleep at 5 or 6 a.m. I ain't playing, I sleep in a bridge. Hit the streets like a gypsy fly, I keep on moving. Got nothing to tell you, but keep your eyes on me, you'll see what I'm doing. I live for the three women in my life my daughter, my mother, and of course, my future wife. I'm making plans, you can shake my hands I eat my smoke, liars in the flow fire Love your Martin, my ghost writers You smell me, I close my eyes Say what they tell me, that's my freestyle And they keep telling me, get free, child Keep grinding, keep smiling, keep calming on your side Grind till you sweat, or you ain't grinding yet Now go, go, go where I'm from, know where I'm going Can't nobody tell me, get cold Though the race is long and my legs feel broken I will not stop, man, let's go And when I die, on that day I'm up and we all feel the same I heard so many of my people say What did I do to deserve to live like this? Why was I born poor and they born rich? Cause my skin chocolate and they skin like milk I didn't ask to be here Yeah, well that's spill milk And spill milk is spoiled milk So please don't sip, I don't trip And my phone don't flip I'm on my QWERTY keyboard networking on the net Surfing, trying to see shores beyond my horizon It's my destiny to be wealthy If I'm lying, I'm flying And I'll fly to you for a lot Till you're still the sky is the limit Cause you was born in it Don't mean you got to die in it Ain't got to die trying to get it Don't let the streets fool you But feel free to let your preachers And your teachers go It's one way out Only one safe route And karma's a bitch So try to keep your name out of her mouth Now go, go, go. I know where I'm from Know where I'm going Can't nobody tell me different Though the race is long And my legs are broken I will not stop, man, listen And when I die On that day I'm on every hood of the couple
my legs feel broken I will not stop, man, let's go And when I die on that day I want everything in the cup of Nobody tell me different Though the race is long and my legs feel broken I will not stop, man, listen And when I die on that day I want every hood to look up and say There have always been two distinct, although often overlapping, currents of black American thought on how best to advance the interests of the race. One current emphasizes efforts to deepen black penetration in those professions that can increase the incomes and prestige of blacks at the top of African-American society. Professions like the law, a kind of talented tenth strategy for black uplift. The other approach emphasizes broader efforts to improve the fortunes of the much larger group at or near the bottom those most vulnerable to the worst abuses of racism. After two generations of a national policy of mass black incarceration, prison inmates and ex-offenders best exemplify the bottom sector of black society. In the current economic and political environment, African-American prospects are looking bleak at both ends of the legal arena for the millions on the receiving end of the criminal justice system and for those aspiring to become practitioners of law. California Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger is attempting to cope with his state's fiscal collapse by privatizing its prisons, a form of disaster capitalism that seeks to accomplish corporate political goals under the guise of economic necessity. Schwarzenegger dresses up his barbaric proposal with pledges to shift the state's spending priorities from incarceration to education, but not a single prisoner would be released under his plan. In return for promises to guarantee that a certain percentage of state spending goes to education, 170,000 inmates, overwhelmingly black and brown, would be outsourced to private profiteers. The burden on the state would be made lighter. Billions in public funds would be transferred to private pockets. While the mass black incarceration policies that have savaged black society would be left intact. A disaster for black communities, especially those at the bottom. And what of those young people that aspire to become officers of the court, lawyers rather than defendants? A recent study shows that law schools are shutting their doors to black and Mexican-American students, even as these students continue to do better in their college grades and on the law school admissions test. Even though law schools added 3,000 new seats between 1993 and 2008, and despite the fact that blacks and Mexican-Americans came very close to closing the grade and testing gap with whites, both the percentage and the absolute number of black and brown law students declined. That means that even as the law school pie got bigger, blacks and browns got smaller portions of the pie. Thus, both African-American strategies for advancement are facing increased white resistance. Mass black incarceration makes felons of majorities of black males in some communities, 
while the raw numbers of black lawyers is destined to decline because of academic racism. Clearly, the struggle against white supremacy requires a full-spectrum mobilization operating at all levels of black society. We need a black freedom movement now more than ever. For Black Agenda Radio, I'm Glenn Ford. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now witnessing Fusebox Radio. You are now listening to the Fuse Box with John Judah.
right here on the Fuse Box Radio. We're now listening to the fuse box with John Judah. Don't know much about history. 
Don't know much biology Don't know much about a science book Don't know much about the French I took But I do know that I love you And I know that if you love me too What a wonderful world this would be Don't know much about geography Don't know much trigonometry Don't know much about algebra Don't know what a slide rule is for But I do know what it was is too And if this world could be with you What a wonderful world this would be Now I don't claim to be an A student But I'm trying to be For maybe by being an A student baby I can win your love for me Don't know much about history Don't know much biology Don't know much about a science book Don't know much about the French I took But I do know that I love you And I know that if you love me too What a wonderful world this would be
You are now listening to the Fuse Box with John Judah.
my grandfather used to say to me, Brother B, trust no shadow of the dark. And it's not till I grew to be a man that I understand what the old brother was talking about. You see, some people take the liberty to treat you any way they want to. They feel sometimes that you don't have no dignity. But brother, Fire them most for steel and take a cool breeze. <laughs> Better watch out. Easy squeeze makes no riot, my virgin. You're playing us much too close. So what? Don't you people out there all get up off your backsides and do something for the world. For every living boy, woman, man, and girl. There's hungry people all over. Starving. Have no place to lay their heads. Don't play us so close. Don't play us so close. Don't play us so close. Cause just say. All the musicians shall be there to play the instruments that I love to school.
you are now listening to Fusebox Radio.
Listening to the fuse box with John Judah. Listening to the fuse box with John Judah.
Right here on the Fuse Box Radio. It's raining, it's pouring 
drop of rain I can hear you Oh yeah. If this is a flow factory world premiere, 
right here on the Fuse Box Radio. John Judah.
You are now listening to the Fuse Box with John Judah.
Exclusive Tom Jones Right here on the Fuse Box Radio Hey Joe Where you going with that gun of yours?
You are now listening to the Fuse Box with John Judah.
Thank you very much. You've never heard any of this before, right? I don't, do I? Yo, we like to uh, dedicate this next song to uh, <laughs> no, 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 Ladies okay, and gentlemen, okay. you are now witnessing like Goosebox Radio. I would like to, uh, to the members of the Black Rock Coalition. And also I'd like to dedicate this song to Chuck Stone. I want to talk about it. on the shore and say it's always been there download no responsibility do what you want nobody cares upload the master race idea genetically disposed to rule the world Full of isolated, full of isolated boys and girls. Upload a two-party system. The lesser of two dangers, illusion of choice.
That's all the time we have tonight. Join us next time. Good night.